Hey Bears fans, welcome back to another season of Monsters of the Monday. I am joined with my co-hosts Tom Tanner, Nate Carter, and John Phelan. I'm Jeff Schroeder, and welcome to the show. Welcome back to the Monsters of the Monday. I am joined with my faithful co-hosts, Nate Nardog Carter and John the Phenom Phelan. Missing, surprise, surprise, is... Do we even say his name anymore on this? Or no, did we just, no, I okay. say no. Yeah, no. yeah. Um, I can't imagine what he's doing at this point. Uh, he's probably making, trying to seduce Matt Nagy. Yeah, I believe that. I believe that. Shame on him. Either way, shame, shame on this man. I know yep. it involves some sort of like weird masturbatory scene. Um, and I'll leave it at that because I know this is a family show sometimes. Um, <laughs> but Tom, get help. Get back on here. The people need you. Um, you you've had a few bye weeks at this point, uh, and it's you're not focusing on your fantasy football team. I can tell you that much. So mm. God knows no, what you're doing not. down there in F- Florida, man. Going to Florida, man. Um, <laughs> what did you guys do this? Like, what was the vibe this Sunday and Monday? Like, not having any anything to I don't say I dare not say look forward to because it's never really a look forward it's kind of a hope for the best um at this point I mean I ate I took a nap and I found myself missing that Justin Fields maybe making plays somehow despite Matt Nagy and hoping praying to God that Matt Nagy doesn't try to ruin Justin Fields during the bye week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice not to have to worry about that for a week and just kind of put the red zone channel on and enjoy watching other teams be able to move the vo- the football and score points and gamble and set lineups on DraftKings and just not have to think about the bears for a week. Yeah. I will say, um, very interesting week in football very interesting season but very interesting week in football um none of my bets really paid off no um i thought the seahawks were going to do something uh they did not um but what i found interesting from this week and even last week is looking ahead at the schedule like baltimore isn't as scary as it was three weeks ago to me and the rest of the bear schedule for the rest of the year, I dare, I be a little optimistic. I think. Don't you do it. I think there's, I got them winning out obviously, but I don't think that's completely fine. Like, I don't think I need to be institutionalized completely at this point. It's not outside of the realm of possibility. I could see how they could win three, maybe four games. They, if, they could, if, the, if the defense can pull itself together somehow. Yeah, and that's maybe the get, big key. Maybe, maybe get an interception or something every once in a while. Yeah. Eddie Jackson. Yeah. If they can stop the run, put pressure on the quarterback, and get some turnovers, the offense – If Will Mack can come back healthy. Yeah. Yeah. If the offense stays consistent and the defense shows up, this is a dangerous, dangerous team. Uh, I would like to know mediocrity. One time where you where that's happened this year, where 
the offense was con- consistent <laughs> and the defense showed up. I don't, yeah. I mean, that, that it's weird because there's no real, that's the hardest part of it is like the roller coaster ride because you can yeah. try to predict the games going into it. Here's what should happen. And when you think the defense is going to hold them to a low score and the offense is going to eke it out, the offense goes off and the defense just kind of shits the bed. Special teams is strangely kind of consistent, but never to a point where it really, really. The Andre matters. Houston Carson, man, he's becoming one of my favorites. Yeah. 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 He, you know, he got the edits. He was the last Bears player to get an interception. See the Raiders game. Yeah. And then yeah. he got that fumble recovery in uh or did he cause the fumble? I think he caused the fumble uh in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I think recovery. you're right. So he, he was the last uh he was the last turnover of John Gruden's career. Yep. He yeah. put the nail in John Gruden's coffin, basically. Yeah. So uh, John Gruden suing uh, the NFL. Uh, Can we like sue the Bears? To I wish. Sell the team. I wish. <laughs> Maybe. Um, I mean, what if we just what if we just bog them down with class action lawsuits, real or otherwise, and just kind of, you know, get it to the point where they're like, okay, I'm so sick of this. Let's just get rid of the team. I don't think we have the money to do that. <laughs> if we can get some kind of out of court settlement, I don't know what for. But yeah. just just some kind of amount. Yeah, I'll take uh, whatever we can get at this right. point. Yep. Yeah. So nothing to recap really, but looking forward to this week. Uh, who's coming back for off of the injury? I think Leo Mack is. Okay. I think I don't know if Eddie Jackson is. I haven't heard anything yet. Yeah, I haven't heard. So. Um, but what, what's going on with the guard situation? Somebody's coming back and they're gonna Kevin Jenkins. Them... Kevin Jenkins is on the like the little ER window where they got like 20 days to see what he's going to do. So, like, I assume now this would just make sense. So, of course, they're not going to do it. Right. I would assume eventually they would ask Jason Peters if depending on what their record is. If he wants to take a break, move Larry Borum to left tackle and put Kevin Jenkins at right tackle. My dog is being a turd. It's all right. See, so, I, I had seen, and I don't know how how official or reputable this is, but I had seen, I think on Twitter, that they were talking about putting Jenkins in at guard and then shifting around the interior a little bit, moving somebody over to center. And I don't know. I think Kevin Jenkins is probably like, three weeks away from even getting playing time because he hasn't worked out since he's been drafted. Yeah. Like I don't, so I don't know how he's even like, he's not in game shape. He's not even like, you know what I mean? He hasn't lifted right. a weight yet really. So like, I don't even know how he can play for a few weeks. Yeah. So, and then by then you probably beat the lions. You probably eke it out. Cause it's Thanksgiving. You probably beat the giants. So you'd hope. But, you hope so. Yeah. Yeah. A boy can dream. Shout out to uh, Matt Green, a friend of the podcast, on the Lions' half victory, half defeat. Uh, the the tie. They're not going zero seventeen. They're not going zero. Well, they could go. Yeah, zero sixteen and one. Yeah. 
on Thanksgiving. That would be pretty embarrassing. Can you imagine losing yeah. to Jared Goff on the line with no receivers? No. Yeah. No. I could actually. I could. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to prepare for it, but I can't imagine it. Especially Guys, not, I just... not this season, unless that was the game that sparked the beginning of the end of the Christmas firing. Mm. I love that you Matt brought that Nagy. back. That's my dream. Yeah. Seeing Telegram on Christmas firing. Yeah. Hey, this could be the year. I've, I've got a good feeling about it. I don't Me think too. Ryan Pace is getting fired, guys. I have a like everything, like all the insiders say is that the McCaskies for like want Ryan Pace to keep his job. Yeah, he has somehow attached himself like a parasite to the host family of the McCaskies. And again, we've talked about this before, but nobody knows what his contract is, what the what the terms and, and how long he is in place as general manager. Guys, I was there. I was desperately trying to be devil's advocate for Ryan Pace just just because, you know, I wanted to – I was just trying to figure out what would be the arguments to keep him. And That's, I'm like, okay. Um, what'd you come up with? I was like, he has drafted fairly well outside of the freaking first round. Right. But Late he in the draft. Him. Yeah. He's been um, awesome. He's found some decent players, but he's a like the cap situation's a mess. But like I guess you could like what Tom's argument is, you could put some of that towards the fact that the cap went down. Right. But I would like him to be able to hire a head coach. Like the, his problem is he can't find a head coach. I'm like he can't hire a head coach yet. And like he did apparently he wasn't sold on. Uh, John Fox, but he did it because c- they wanted him to. So that might be the reason why they let him hire another coach. Maybe I don't know. Maybe yeah. But I don't. I don't. I don't see how Matt Nagy can stay unless they rattle. Unless they unless they win at least seven, eight games or nine. Do you think part of it with Ryan Pace is like ego? And what I mean by that is like he wants to be the football Theo Epstein. He wants to find that diamond in the rough so badly that it's like, guys, here's an unorthodox candidate, Matt Nagy. Here's an unorthodox draft pick in the fifth round. And like it works in some ways late in the draft, but like never like, you know, no one's going to expect us to trade up and then take Mitchell Trubisky. This is just might work. Adam Shaheen. (laughs) The the Adam Shaheen trade up for Mitchell Trubisky and are the things that are really, you know, not, not that he drafted Mitchell Trubisky, the fact that he traded up to get Mitchell Trubisky and this year's draft is shot because he's traded away so many picks. Right. Right. Like, like, which I'm not upset because if Justin Fields pans out like he's going to do, trading that first pick this year is worth it. You sure. know what I mean? But also, and, I think I think the jury's still out on Trubisky. I think Trubisky could have been a decent NFL caliber quarterback had Matt Nagy not destroyed his brain and confidence. He's just never going to be Justin a Fields, technical. Man. That gave us Justin Fields, yes. But I'm saying like. Trubisky, the the 
the issue with the Bears coaching is talent development. They cannot, and that's what a coach does. A coach develops and they can't develop. And I think Justin Fields has kind of got there on his own kind of laurels and on his own, like just raw talent. He's figuring it out on the job and you see that progress week to week. I think the one offensive coach that might be decent is John DeFilippo. Yeah. Maybe because he was he did have head coaching interviews, but you know Juan Castillo wasn't in the league. Neither was John D. Filippo, and neither was Bill Lazor. So like, yeah. like I don't understand. Like, you know, and we know Matt Nagy's offense doesn't work, and he doesn't know how to call plays. No. So no. and he doesn't know how to play to the strengths of the players that he has. Right. He, no, he doesn't seem to be able to adjust to what what the talent of his players are. And yeah. we know Ryan Pace apparently doesn't know how to draft consistent receivers. He can draft what he got lucky with Darnell Mooney. It looks like, but other than that, yeah. he hasn't drafted a receiver yet. Cole Komet looks like he might be on the up and up. Yeah. So. And also, to me, it speaks to the draft process, too, because it's like, look, look at Kurt Warner, for example. And there's a movie. I think it's a Christian documentary. Starring Shazam. Starring Shazam. But that story always fascinates me because, you know, he wasn't drafted, got overlooked, was stocking shelves at the grocery store. They needed a backup quarterback. They called him. He came and did a workout and then got there. And then once he got in the league, was like killer. Well, that's partially, I think, right time, right offense, right coach. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So like, which proves that if you can get in the league and get in the right offense, eventually you can you pretty much work with any offense because you're adjusted in the league. You well, know what and, I mean? it, and it brings you back to Matt Stafford, you know, not notwithstanding the last game that he had, but what a difference a, uh, a team and an arsenal and a coaching staff makes, you know, if it's, if it's all things are equal in talent and ability, you know, look at the difference he's had with LA I, versus Detroit. I do like the, the Rams philosophy, screw draft picks. We'll just trade for yeah. people. We want. <laughs> yeah. They're trying to win it all right now, and they don't give a shit. Uh, about but, you know, and I'm not going to lie to you. Matt Stafford is looking a lot like Detroit Matt Stafford right now. Yeah, he is. His last two yeah. games, he's yeah. looked awful. So, yeah, I think it got doesn't to his help head. my fantasy team. I think it <laughs> went to his one. head, and uh, the universe had to remind him that you can take the boy out of Detroit, but you can never take the loser out of the boy. The, that same old adage. <laughs> yep, that true. lifelong adage, you know, win look some, at, lose some. But look at Eminem. Look at Eminem. <laughs> yep. Look at Kiss. Even though I don't think Kiss is from Detroit, I just always put them into from the being from Detroit. Look at, look at Kid Rock. Look at Kid yep. Rock. The rise yeah, but, and fall but, and eventual. But Devil without Devil without a cause is still a great album. Yeah, that's what I mean. There's a there's a shining moment of greatness. And then all of a sudden you're selling spaghetti at your pop-up mom spaghetti <laughs> shop, trying to remind kid, you know, hello, fellow kids. Yeah. How do you do? How do you do? What is 
what is Matt Nagy going to do as a second job? You think he gets another job eventually? Yeah. Probably Going back to Andy Reid. He may have Andy to go Reed. back to being like a quarterback's coach or something and work his way back up to offensive coordinator because who who would want him after the, the yeah, he's gonna have play to, with he's gonna have to learn another offense. Do you think do you think his ego would allow him to go back and be like a non head coach? I think I think so. He'll do some like minor analyst stuff. Like I think he'll be Wanstead. I think he'll get a job like, you know, he'll get a job somewhere and work his way back up. I don't, I don't know if he get. he might actually be a really good head, like a really good head coach. If he learns from his mistakes from the bears job and then, but <laughs> great. But, so it won't be with the bears. It'll be yeah. wherever he goes. No, it's not, it, it is not going to be with the bears. So we're just no. his shitty formative years. Yep. Right. Right. Great. Which it'd be, it'd be nice to, you know, find a coach again that can coach a team. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what you want. That's all I want. When you hire a coach, you want a guy who can coach a team. I want like From a what? a coach Q, a Mike Dicka, and an Ozzie Gian like love child. Yeah, coach where like they almost can't do pressers because they'll get canceled or arrested. Just from saying the craziest shit. Yeah. I would like if, like, the Bears desperately, they desperately want to be like Pittsburgh. Yeah. Which Pittsburgh has only had three coaches since, like, 1979. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But Pittsburgh finds the coaches and the talent to do the job. Yeah. Uh, And there were were rumors flying around a while back about – uh, uh, Cower and the Bears, and having oh. they said Cowers always liked the Bears organization, or there was some kind of leaked quote about that. And you know, as much as he's been out of the league, and you know, football is evolutionary, I still think he's got to be a better coach than Matt Nate right now. Like, if he just oh, threw yeah. out a headset, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think the game has probably passed him by now with the way the game works, yeah. And mm-hmm. there has never been another coach that's won a Super Bowl with a team that's won it with another team. And I'm very superstitious like that. So, yeah, that's true. Do you think uh, Bronco Nagurski could just suit up right now in his prime and just figure out the modern NFL? <laughs> that's a tough one. <laughs> like, I always wonder that. It's like, you know, how much has it changed? And yeah. obviously, leaps and bounds with the rules and the officiating and i mean at one point they didn't even throw the fucking ball like they just ran it um yeah it's that's an interesting uh i think he could uh, at the end of the day it's just it's still football yeah he holds his own at least i feel like they wouldn't have been there they were they weren't so brittle like now it feels like i don't know if it's because of what supplements people are eating and diets and things like that, but it feels like, or maybe just how incredibly uh, precise the game is now. Cause I feel Everybody's like if, bigger and stronger yeah. and faster and just, and, and knows where they're supposed to be at all times right. or unless yeah. they play for the bears secondary. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. 
interesting. Nate's AirPods just died. Okay. Uh, so we'll wait for him to get back. What are your uh, What are your predictions for uh, the upcoming week against the Ravens? Earlier on in the year, I wasn't feeling too good about this game, but I think that it was it last week. I watched Miami. Yeah. They beat Baltimore. I think it was in Miami. Um, I think this week the Bears are finally going to get Allen Robinson going. I and hope so. They're going to win 24 to 21. Okay. I like that. I think, uh, I think if they can – if they can keep Jackson obviously contained, yeah, that, that would simultaneously be them controlling, stopping the run game, you know, and, and kind of figuring out the pressuring the quarterback simultaneously. Yeah. I think that would answer a lot of the defense's problems. And I think that relies a lot on if Camille Mack is back. Right. Um, if Hicks is healthy. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, but I do think with that being said, I think that the Ravens are very beatable, at least at this point. I mean, hopefully what you don't want is for this to be their like motivation game. Yeah. They were embarrassed and they kind of rallied together and now they're playing like it's a playoff game on steroids. Um, and the bears just kind of show up to play against the team that they all watched on TV last week. Like yeah. that would, that would not be a great scenario. That would be outside because they they can put up some points when they really want to. Oh yeah, oh, they got yeah. Marquise Brown. They got Mark Andrews. Yeah, Lamar Jackson is always dangerous. They don't have a whole lot right now in the way of the run game, and but when they want to put up some points, they definitely can do that. So yeah, but spreading them out with those receivers, and then when Jackson does see that opportunity, he can he he is a back. I mean, yeah that threat is always there. And that's kind of, right. <clears throat> that's kind of what scares me about them next week is that, you know, the, the secondary always needs help from, you know, pulling the middle linebacker off. And then that opens up that whole hole for, for a guy that can just turn it on all of a sudden. Yeah. 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 That's always a threat. And, I don't know if you just commit one of the linebackers to being a spy on Lamar Jackson, like the entire game, like maybe that's Roquan Smith's assignment for the most part, just try and keep him contained as much as you can. And hopefully your secondary can do their job too. And it's a big, hopefully limit the big plays if they can. Guys, I'm going to make a disclaimer. My, my speaking headset just died. So if my audio is horrible to the listeners, I am so sorry. No, you sound good, bud. You sound good. Well, I'm worried that they're going to hear my dog being a turd. No, it's okay. Get out of here, dog. Only Scott, dog only Scott Zabel cares about that. And uh, I'm a, he's a Packer fan, so. He's, he's, he's one of our more faithful listeners. He really is. He yeah. really is. Shout out to Scott. Uh, hopefully you're at a point in your commute where Wisconsin is beautiful. Um. Nate, what are your thoughts on this upcoming game against the Ravens? What are your predictions? It's looking like a game they can win. Yeah. I don't believe that. I don't, I don't know if I believe they are. <laughs> the way the defense has currently been playing, I don't know if I can. Yeah. But I think Baltimore's defense is bad enough. 
and Justin Fields' arc is looking good enough that maybe my only concern is that Matt Nagy finds a way to Matt Nagy it up on yeah. the offense. Well, and you have to remember, famously after the bye, Matt Nagy decides to be the play caller again. Mm-hmm. And famously after the bye, Matt Nagy doesn't win. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But, you know, you got to lose six games in a row so you can finish the year strong and barely make the playoffs. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think the Bears can win. Uh, will they? I don't know. I think the offense is going to, to Nate's point, I think the, the Ravens' defense – isn't what it used to be and it'll make Chicago feel more uh, comfortable than that. Hopefully this is our like true slump buster game where it's like, okay, all of the momentum is truly shifting fields is finding his rhythm Uh, to John's point. uh, Allen Robinson decides to play professional football this year. Um, I don't know if it's Allen Robinson or just the way they're calling the offense, honestly. Possibly, possibly. Yeah, that's probably it's like you know, it's like that one game, one for your game where he was running wide open. He wasn't even supposed to be looked at. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know. I I'm gonna pull Jeff Schroeder. And I'm Ooh. gonna believe the Bears are gonna win. So when they get to Thanksgiving, that's two wins in a row, and that's a winning streak. Yeah. Oh yeah. What's your score <laughs> prediction? Bears 24, Ravens 21. Is that is that what you said, John? That's what I said too. Whoa. Oh, great minds think alike, Nate. Whoa. I yeah. would say because we both down the both downloaded the new Call of Duty, which I'm going to play after this. <laughs> I'm gonna say Bears 21, Ravens 14. What? Only yeah. Ooh. I think if Khalil Mack comes back, which is going to be my prayers pretty much around the clock until uh, Saturday when they have to make a final decision. Um, I've got the whole family fasting, which is weird for the baby, but he doesn't understand it, but it's important. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sacrifice something to the gods. That's a great idea. When it comes to sports, I praise Allah. Yeah. Well, whoever's listening is my, uh, you know. And if that means a John, human sacrifice, who do you who do you pray to when the sports ball is happening? Um, Krishna, all, all of them, all all gods, the Greek you're pretty gods. Much, you're pretty yeah. much Hindu when it comes Indian when it comes yeah. to India. What is that called? I don't well, know. There's there's Hindu and there's uh, Buddhism and there's Islam. I like where this is going all of a sudden. <laughs> India is multicultural. Give us the religious dynamics of India. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. Indian God, uh, Native American God, whoever can help us, please. Any, anybody. We're desperate. Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> I dare not say ISIS, but, you know, if they, if they know anything about football and they want to give a couple tips. Not... Not the football they play, the American football, <laughs> yeah. which is the only football there really is in the entire world. That's true. That is true. That's one. That's why it's called the world champion, uh, even though it's only really America. Right. Yep. 
Yeah. You know, we invented TV, so we get to call it whatever we want. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point, Nate. And if we didn't invent the TV, we're powerful enough to say we invented the TV and no one really argues that. So yeah, that's good I don't know. Me. I honestly don't know who invented the TV, but I think we took it to the next level. So we get those rights. Right. <laughs> Has anybody ever right. seen the Donna Reed show? Come on. Yeah, exactly. I don't know By the way, watch... Donna Reed, back in the day, really hot. Yeah. The one that does it for me, honestly, uh, and maybe this is why Abby and I got married is Mary Tyler Moore. I've always... The you Dick got Van Dyke show. Of Mary Tyler Moore. I think so. Yeah, I call her Mary. <laughs> Not because sometimes. you love Abby, but well, that too. Mary but Tyler I, Moore. But sometimes I'll call her Mary, and she gets kind of weirded out by it. Well, you know what? She's got to understand. Mary Tyler Moore is dead, so you, there's no competition, really. Yeah. That's man. No need. And even if there was, Mary Tyler Moore's love would be like like a hundred almost. So still. Don't and she doesn't out. own a football team like the Chicago Bears, so it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> right. Right. I was going to say, don't count her out. There's big sexual vibes with the uh, ectogenarians. Wait, wait, octogenarians? How old is it? No. Centarians. She's got to be 100, right? Mary, uh, Virginia's like 98, 99. Okay, so yeah, so she's pushing it. Yeah, yeah, she's right there. Yeah. So. Wow. Wow. We got to make it happen, Nate. You pick the spot. We'll pay for the date. Virginia, open invitation. Meet me at the Bean, and that's where I will. Meet me at the Bean, <laughs> and that's where I'm going to propose instantly. Uh, I, I saw Bean, and the numbers lined up, and I thought you were going to go for it. Uh, but then I remembered we're talking with Nate Carter here. Ah. <laughs> uh, Virginia McCaskey, you dry well, little prune. So we all picked the Bears to win, so we know it's going to be a horrible blowout. Yeah. The opposite way. Yeah. So I, for sure, if we want to win out. It's it's got to start this weekend. That's right. That's right. Tom, if or Tom Nate, if you had to speak on behalf of Tom, what would you say Tom's score prediction would be? You have his proxy. You know him better. Tom than would probably say. He would go the opposite way because t- we have worn Tom down. He is no longer a believer. <laughs> so Tom would be like Ravens 38, Bears 12. <laughs> All field goals. <laughs> All field goals. Oh, like Cairo God. Santos. Like Cairo. Who had his first miss. Uh, Man, I wish Cairo Santos was our kicker back when we had stupid Cody Parkey. Yeah. Yeah, was he on a team then? Or was... I don't know. Cairo Santos was on our team before Cody Parkey. Oh, God. That makes sense. That so... makes sense. I mean, he was probably getting a tattoo. I don't know if you've seen that guy's tattoo work, but wow. Not what I, I expect from a kicker. I am intimidated because he's Brazilian. Yeah. So yeah. he speaks Portuguese, and which is, I hear, drunk Spanish. So... Sorry Which, for the Portuguese people who are, might listen. That's just what I was told it was like. We just lost. I don't know the difference. We just lost I don't the speak Spanish. Fan nor base. do I speak Portuguese. I can barely speak English. So, I will say Portuguese is the most beautiful language I've ever heard being spoken. But it was by a couple who like could have been models at the Sofitel. 
So that might that have also sense. helped the language. <laughs> I was at the Silk yeah. Hotel once, and there were really attractive people who worked there. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to uh, to all those harpies who are now aged and decrepit, but at one point were yeah. spectacles to behold. You, you wouldn't say Russian is the most romantic language out there? No, no, no. Nah, I, I, I can't agree with that. It goes, it gets straight to the point, though. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think I'm too sensitive to uh, ever be spoken to in like Russian or German and emphatically. Like, I'll yeah, what's happening now? <laughs> we've we've totally ditched the Bears podcast. <laughs> this is this is what bye weeks bring, man. This is what bye weeks bring. We're just all, right. all ready to get back to football. All of us have been spinning out. Yeah, it's going to happen. Today's right. a win. Winning streak starts now. Starts here. Starts now. Bears are going to win out. You heard it here first, folks. Hot take. I like it. All right, gentlemen. Well, you guys bear down, and we'll uh, meet again next week, and hopefully we'll be celebrating the first of many victories. Hakasaka Lakeham. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.